Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Six Figure Souls Summit, doing good and making money. Today, we are with um, a certified health coach, global director of Octavia, and founder of Drive Your Life, Amy Goober. <laughs> Thank you, Amy, for uh, joining me today. You're welcome. It's so fun to be here. Can't yeah, wait. Yeah, I'm so happy. So you are the first interview of our second summit. Yay! Um, and the first one's going in full force right now, so we're really excited about how that how that's going. So I'm I'm loving um, just learning about everyone's um, journey, I should say, on being so authentic and who they are. And I liked your particular story because you are part of selling products, right? You're a health right. coach, but you also sell products. And there's so many people in the health and wellness field in the industries that are probably selling MLMs or their own products or their product base. So I thought you'd be a great story to you know, just highlight to talk about, to say, hey, you know, people can be a six-figure soul doing it this way. So I kind of want to dive right down deep and hear a little bit about your backstory on how you got to be a health coach and then from there, how you um, got to be your global director. Okay, can do. Yeah, so um, I think that I am similar to some people in the way that um, I had a need and I had a struggle and a pain point and I found a program that satisfied that and then I loved it so much that I became a coach for that program. So I am somebody who struggled with my own weight forever. You know, I was overweight in high school and I'm 60 now, so I'm going back, you know, 45 <laughs> yikes yeah. Yeah. years, you know. Okay. And so, you know, when you're overweight early in your life or you have some other physical problem, it really sticks with you. Yeah. You know, it's not a passing thing. So I really was struggling with my weight my whole adult life, you know? And so I was always dieting. I was always trying to lose weight. I mean, it was a constant, you know? And so um, seven years ago, I was 53 and I was in the middle of menopause, which is a struggle in itself and really an impossible time to lose weight. It's even hard to maintain your weight in menopause. Yeah. But I once again was trying to lose weight and um, I stumbled on a program and I was incredibly skeptical because I felt like I had tried everything. Okay. And I felt like I was too old to lose weight and all these things. So I had all these, um, all these ideas in my head. But anyway, so I followed this program and in a month I lost 10 pounds, which was amazing. I mean, I'm five one, so that's like a size, you know, yeah. and I felt great. It was easy. And I was like, how, how do I help other people with this? You know? everybody is struggling with this. So I became a coach one month in, which that is unusual. I'd have to say that's unusual. And so I became a coach. I continued the program. I lost about 20 pounds. My husband jumped on, he lost 25 pounds. So within three months, the two of us at 53 were down almost 50 pounds combined. Wow. And we, then we just walked around our town. You know, they call it walking billboards. I didn't even have to say much because people could see it, you know, weight yeah, loss. Yeah as opposed sense. to other things are so visible, right? So long story short, I sort of dipped my toe into the coaching because I had been a stay-at-home mom at that point for, I'd been home raising my kids for 16 years. I have three children who are now okay. adults. Um, and so I was sort of ready to get back into doing something. So I sort of hesitantly started and the business grew and then I grew the business. So it happened very organically. Like I said, people could see my husband and I, they wanted to know what we did and so, I learned how to share it. So I got training from my company and I self-trained, you know, wow. and I had an upline that trained 
helped me. And so our program is based on support of a free health coach and education because we believe diets don't work, right? right. So you want to lose the weight, but you have to develop it into a lifestyle. So we have a big education piece. And then there's a structured eating plan that involves some of our food and some of our clients' food. So that's where the product that you were talking about comes in. Yeah. So for people to really follow our program, they are purchasing a product and okay. I am their free coach. So I like that because I'm not stocking anything. You know, I, I have no inventory there. The relationship for the product purchases between them and the company. So I'm really the coach. I'm the support. And I oh, love okay. Yeah, I, I love that. And I'm just curious. So do you, do you have private clients that are hiring you separately? Or is it just nope. part of the whole program? Well, they are separate in the sense that I, I work with individuals all the time, but they're okay. part of this program. So I'm supporting them on this medically based, incredible, you know, nationwide program. So I'm an independent contractor, so to speak. Okay. Right. Okay, that makes so, sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, I have coaches on my team now that just want to coach five people. And I'm like, that's great. Have at it. Right. And then I have coaches who have matched an income in their other full-time job and been able to do this right. And everywhere in between. So for me, and you were talking about money, so I'll talk about money. Um, I didn't set out to make money necessarily. I was trying to help people. I wanted to be accountable to my own weight loss, you know, because I'm talking the talk every day and I, I feel like I'm a role model. So I'm careful. If my own scale goes up, I'm like, oh, you know, got it, got it. So, so that's helpful. And then as I started, I could see that I could grow it. It grew and then I grew it. And so it takes, you know, it, these things don't just happen. And like it takes... I say consistency and persistence, you know, so I've worked at it. I've been doing this seven years and it's been a full-time income for like five and a half. Wow. Wow. You know, so this yeah. is what I do. I do this uh, really full-time and I get to work from home, but I mean, I'm helping people every day. So I feel like it's just sort of like it checks off all the boxes, at least for me. Right. It's like helping people check, you know, working from home, check. Uh, totally flexible schedule, check. And then, you know, really being lucrative, being able to earn enough money, check. So right. it kind of, it fits. And you were saying bef before you did any of this, you were a stay-at-home mom? Yeah, so I've done a lot of different things. I okay. actually used to own a bakery when I was 26. Ah. I, I know, it's crazy. It's the craziest path. Uh, I, I opened a cake bakery in um, Newton, Massachusetts, and I ran that for seven years, and then I sold it when I had my oldest child. So they're still in business, which is crazy. It's oh, that's awesome. Oh, it's crazy. And so, you know, I was entrepreneurial to start, I got to admit that, yeah. um, but a bakery is different than a health coach. <laughs> um, but in the years in the middle, the 16 years, I was home raising my kids, because okay. I really wanted that experience. So it actually sounds though, now that I hear about the bakery, you, you're a successful leader, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Right? So for you to become a global di director in your um, product line, I think you had told me before this, it was less than 2% of Yeah, it's less than 2%. There's about 35,000 health coaches in our company right now. Yeah. And less than 2%, I think. Yeah, is to your level. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's work. And what do, you, what do you attribute it to? So obviously you had the absolute passion for the product itself right right so it's still a part of you it's part of your lifestyle you use right. it and i think a lot of people find products that they love and do it doesn't matter what it is 
right? Um, I actually, in, in the beginning of my career, back in my 20s, because it was before kids, I was, I, I did Pampered Chef, <laughs> which I loved it, but I loved to cook and I loved to do it. And then from there, I just went to bigger sales. Um, you know, so it, it grew, right? I still use yes. sales every single day. Right. Um, and it's a part of who I am. So um, I don't think it matters as much as what that product is. It's the passion. And then what do you think was your biggest leverage on how do you grow your team? Do you have what, 70 coaches under you, you had told me? Yeah. Yeah. I think incredible. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, it's what I said before. It's being persistent and being consistent. You know, you have to keep going on the good days and the bad days when you don't feel like it and being persistent. And I don't mean that as being pushy. It's more like, you know, you have to follow up, you know, you have to circle back that kind of thing. Our whole philosophy is we call it um, care and share, not sell and tell. So, you know, we're working with people on big issues, you know, eating and food and all that. Those are big issues. It's not skincare, like put this on your face, right? I mean, it's, so we really try to partner with people and find out like, what have they done before? What isn't going well? So there's a little more of the coaching to it. Okay. And psychology to it. Um, but as far as growing the team, I think it is just one foot in front of the other and getting into action. You know, it, you, it's not going to come to you. And it's a little bit of being a talent scout, right? I oh, mean, that makes sense. I love that. Yeah. So for me, um, it's, it's about, uh, you know, a lot of our coaches develop from clients, which I'm one, right? I was a client who became a coach. So I'm always, when I'm coaching my own clients, I'm always thinking, oh my God, she or he would be such a great coach, you know? So I'm layering there and not from a like um, opportunistic standpoint, right. although it is a business, but who do I want to work with? Like, who do I think could really help a lot of people who can really do this? And you know, there's, there's not many, right? I mean, it takes a certain entrepreneurial spirit to be able to do absolutely this sort of thing. Yeah. So I think it is just, always moving forward. And um, I have a very good friend who's a top realtor. And when I started with this, she said to me, and this was great advice, so I'll tell your, um, our viewers, is that she said, you know, anything in sales is up and down, right? Yeah. And she said, the key is just to go across because you never want to leave when you're on a down because you know it's going right back up again. So, you know, you kind of have to gather yourself, right? Once in a while and just, just say, you know what? The up is coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Entrepreneurship. I think I don't care what you do. It's up and down and up and down and up and down. Like it, it's just crazy. And there's still days and I'm, I'm sure you have them. I actually have asked a lot of my guests if there's like a moment when you feel like you don't have it all together. Right. Or you just feel like quitting and there's still, you know, I still have those moments. I think everyone still has those moments and it's at every level of your business. You know, right. you had them in the very beginning and you have it way after six figures, you know, and there's always um, that crunch, you know, then you hit your six figures and your next one is usually between 250 and 300 is your next like, oh my God, am I, am I really going to do this? Can I do this? You know, so I think everyone has those ups and downs and it's really I think about having that support system around you. So you sound like you're a really good leader because you have to lead all of those other coaches on top of it and really be a support system, even when you might not be having a good day to right. just be the rah-rah behind everyone else. And, and I, we, I know. Uh, yes. 
Yes, and we have an incredible leader who's um, Dr. Anderson, who created our program. Okay. He's unbelievable, and yeah. you know he leads all of us, and he is a consummate professional, but with um, the, the highest level of ethics going, and so I actually am fortunate enough to sit in a small group training with him once a week, you know? Oh, nice. That's nice. just unbelievable. So, and he's written these great books that our clients get access to, so I mention it only because Talk about like leading from the top, you know, that he is the person. So, you know, if you take advantage of what's available, that's the other thing, right? You know, in any business, are you training yourself? Are you being trained? Are you doing personal development? You know, what are you doing yourself to, to um, you know, feed your own funnel, so to speak? Yeah. Because right? yeah. it's not, you, you have to have it from within to, to give to people. You have to fill your own cup, right? I mean, everybody has days that they don't feel like, you know, listening, but you have to. And I find, and this is honest truth, on some of my days that maybe I'm struggling with something else in my life, right? That has nothing to do with this business. Yeah. And I talk to my clients, I, I just, it, they, it just lights me up because I'm so, as wonderful as it is to see your own results, when you see somebody else, I mean, I have a client who owns a spin studio, cycling studio, that's lost 85 pounds. Oh my and goodness. you just say her name, I'm like, Jack, you know, I just... It, it is like, and she will say to me, you changed my life. So yeah. I'm like, okay, game over. I'm good, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I think it's important to remember those things. Yeah. Well, I think what you're doing, though, is also so, so personal and so intimate. I'm sure people are telling you, you know, intimate details about their lives and sometimes be the emotions behind the eating and everything else. So you're getting really close with your clients and then, I guess, coaches, right? And then the the people that are turning into coaches for you are also from that way so it says a, a lot about your leadership and what you were saying earlier just about the the head of your company um i think when you run any company even your own even if you have a company of two or three people yeah. um, for those that are listening you set the tone of what others believe you set that that um that the character, the the personality of your company. It's who you are and then others that follow you or in that company are more a reflection of who you are as the leader, right? I completely agree with you. And I think also part of being a leader is being able to lead people who are not like you also, right? You know, I'm an extrovert. Some of my coaches are introverts and I have to like remind myself, well, what's easy for me is not easy for them. Yep. So I think that's a skill set that you learn on the job. Yeah. Right? You can't yeah. read a book on it and figure out how to do it. You, it's, it's on the job training. You know, it's how to motivate people. And we do talk about that a lot, whether it's a client or a coach, we talk about, you know, finding their why, you know, what, what is motivating them and how do we, how do we develop intrinsic motivation in them, right? Because what motivates me might not motivate you and it might not motivate them. So some of that is like a little bit of being a detective, you know? Yeah, and, <laughs> right? right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. we say to our clients, like, what do you want from this? What, what are you looking for? What, what, what is it that you want? And we say this to the coaches, right? What do you want? But, and how can we help you get there? But it, that carrot on the stick is worth everything, you know? I, I, I agree, yeah, yeah. So um, how is it, so when you went from stay-at-home mom, um, and, and I, let me just finish the question and then I'll tell you why. <laughs> when you went from stay-at-home mom to 
successful entrepreneur. So how many years has it been since you started this? Seven. Seven years. So clearly you're in a different place. Your kids are probably much older. Yes. Um, but was that a big um, uh, jump for you? Was it was it steady? And, and yeah. how was it, I always say, um, I guess kind of prepping your family or letting your prep family know. Like I know when I became a divorced mom, I had to set boundaries with my kids because I, I have to work. Like I, I couldn't be home with you all the time or mm -hmm. even though I work from home, just because you see me doesn't mean that I'm available. <laughs> right. Setting those boundaries. So just for people that may be um, watching this going, you know, I, I don't, I can't do it. I have kids at home. I don't, I, I can't step out. I can't be an entrepreneur. I can't follow my dream. What kind of advice would you give them on that? Yeah. I mean, I'm a big do it person, you know, Let's put one foot in front of the other and do it. But <laughs> I understand what you're asking and what was my thought process and how did I get myself to do it? So yeah. I like to tell myself that I'm just going to try things. So I think okay. that for me is a great little recipe. You know, yeah. I said, I'll try it. You know, it was so inexpensive to become a coach. I was like, I'll try it. I'll just try it. This is what I tell myself. Right. So now I try it. And then I keep going because as much as I sort of dip my toe in at the beginning, my nature is not to be a toe dipper. My nature is when I see like there's a possibility or opportunity, I'm all in, you know, but I did at the, so I have three adult children who are now 27, 24 and 19. Okay. So go back seven years. Right. So, um, they were 20, like 17 and you know, 12. Right. So one was out of the house, one was in middle school and one was in high school. Wow. Right? It's different now. And, um, I did it gradually. Right. You don't just I, I didn't go from no hours to 40 hours a week. And I am a big like FOMO person. So I have that fear of missing out like nobody. So I did not want to miss anything. You know, I had a little a little girl that was in plays and in dance recitals. And I had a son that was playing high school baseball. Yeah, so absolutely. I chose something I could work around. Yeah. I never missed anything. You know, if I had to shift a call, I did like, you know, I, I did because family first. Right. Yeah. So. That I think made the transition easier. If I had to go off and work in an office, I think that would have been a lot more difficult adjustment. Yeah. Right? And then as it grew, then I had to spend more time. And then I can remember like my daughter saying, why are you on the phone? I, I was on the phone. I was on the phone in the car. I was on the phone at night, but I tried not to miss anything. Yeah. So it's gonna, it's gotta give somewhere, but I really believe, and I hope people will, um, listen to me when I say this, I really believe that opportunity is everywhere. There is opportunity everywhere. It's whether your eyes are open to it and you're willing to like, you know, take, take a step and try. I so agree. I so agree. And I, and I come from that place of allowing, of just saying, you know, if you're curious, you'll see that it's there all the time. When, when you open your eyes and just be curious and just saying like, see what's coming towards me, it, it's there. Yeah. I, I love your story. And I, and I think it's all about um, setting the boundaries around yourself, doing what's important. A lot of entrepreneurship is about that freedom, but it's freedom during like it's your schedule, but right. people have to also realize you're, you're really working behind the scenes. You're working late at night. You're just scheduling. Right. When, when I went for my, my doctorate, I was in my forties when I started and I had to do it when my kids were sleeping at night. You know, I had it. So I was on a schedule. I like, I put them to bed. I spent three and a half hours studying, like, and that's how I got my reading done. But it's, you can do anything 
if you just figure it out and do it in baby steps. I think it's about momentum, but it's about small baby steps and saying, how can I do it with what I have in front of me right now? And right, exactly. And you don't have to do it all at once. Nope. And you don't have to know what you're going to do. Like, I didn't yeah. know what I was going to do with this. I didn't know. I just was like, I'll help a few people, right? Yeah. And then you, then you see if there's momentum, like you said, momentum is huge. But also there were busy times in my life when I pulled back. Yeah, makes sense. Right? Yep. Which I couldn't yep. do if I was in an office environment. That's where yeah. the entrepreneurial opportunities are so wonderful yeah. for, for moms that have families. Absolutely. You know, you know, again, yes, it's a lot of work and it's juggling, but I'm in control of my schedule. We travel when we can travel. We travel, right. we go on vacations, we do all these things. And I just, I just fit it in. It just fits in, you know? So I think that that um, can really make a difference for people wanting to try something, you know? And uh, who cares how long it takes till you get it done? Yep. Yep. It's just you know? moving forward. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what feels good at the time is perfect of where you need to be. I agree. Right. And I never felt pressure from anybody but myself of where I wanted to go with this. Right. I mean, yeah. so um, my analogy is like the parent, the new parents with a, a toddler, a young child, and they're learning to walk and the parents can't wait. Like they're going to take their first step. Oh my God. And then if they only knew this kid's hopefully going to be walking for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what day it happens or how old. Right. So it doesn't matter when it, it just start, just get going. And yes. once you're going, it will, you know, the right people will fall into your path, Yeah. you know, and if, and then you can explore it and, um, and, and you don't need to see the ending. You only need to see the beginning. Yeah. Beautiful. Amy, I want to thank you for your time today and all of your wisdom on starting a business and, you know, how you got through to where you are. I'm, I'm so impressed with your journey and I, and I'm so glad that you're here and sharing your story with us. Well, thank you. I, I couldn't be happier to do it. I appreciate it. Thanks, Amy. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.